That'll start you off in good form, won't it? That'll put you in good mood. Very few From your, One of your favourite movies. Ah, oh, what a move. I was movie franchise. Ooh. They're all amazing. Except and look for the at fifth the, one, which is rubbish. Look at that. You've even got your your fighting haircut. You're down to your fighting weight. Oh, I had to shave the head again. Yeah, I had to Fantastic. shave the head again. Look at that. You look like a lad who'd be, you know... Taking on some big Russian or something in it. I know, I know, but I'm not into that. That's a pain in the tits as well. I wish I was. You just you can't get a haircut. Yeah, yeah. Just wish it I could looks get a grand. Haircut. What's wrong with it? It's fine. Okay, yeah. you've got that. Literally, the first thing you said was, "I look like I'm about to get into a fight, like some sort of Nazi skinhead." And then you go, "Ah, no, you're grand." I think it's very becoming. I mean, you, you, you have that weird nick thing at the front there. I don't know what you did there. You have like a dent there. But apart from that, I think it's very, very good. That is a dent in my <laughs> head. That has been there for a long time. That's a natural dent. Uh, anyway, listen, welcome along, folks. Uh, Thursday, Friday's Eve here at Classic Hits. Thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Yes. Uh, the, 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 the all new PJ and Jim. PJ is What's like, going on as now? I say, down to his fighting weight. Oh, jeez. Looking sharp he is. <laughs> sharp. You look, I, 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 I know, I'm not into it. I, I hate having to get the head shaved. I wish you could get just some sort of, like... You're going to have to embrace it. Good. You're going to have to embrace it. You don't have long left, PJ. You're going to have to embrace it. What don't have long left? What do you mean? I'm dead, like... No, no, you know, of hair growth. Jeez, imagine that. I mean, you have to be heading towards a coma. Forced to grow up crap for three years of young offenders, and now I have to come in like a Nazi because of lockdown. Barry J. Blige, family affair here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, 14 minutes past six on this Thursday, Friday's Eve. Uh, interesting uh, comment in there from somebody. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, your um, your haircut, and I said that, you know, you look like you'd be ready to get into the ring and go a few rounds with a giant Russian or whatever. <laughs> and somebody has texted in. Know. Somebody's texted in to say... Please God, he wrestles better in the new haircut than the other night. I forgot that Young Offenders was back on. Oh, is and it the back re- on? The wrestling scene was the other night. Oh, is it back on? I didn't yeah. know it was back on at all. Oh, jeepers, there you go. RTE, RM. You had me baffled R- when you were talking. I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. Tiddler was on to remind me of that. It was the scene with you having the scrap the other night. Having the scrap with Alex, yeah, yeah. That, that was, that's a good crack episode, so, I like that. Yeah, so Paul, our, our Tiddler was just saying, hopefully yeah. your, uh, your new haircut might have inspired a better performance. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I wasn't... That was in the past. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, yeah, I was actually a better wrestler of the Young Offenders than I am in real life, I think. <sighs> right, let's do some birthdays for you. Let's see if we can get you uh, three birthdays. And what's the current prize cake, is it? Oh, yeah. well, no, it isn't. I'm sorry. No, you've decided. I've decided against it. You know what I want? What? Early Easter eggs. Early Easter so eggs. So if I get you, their Easter eggs are in the shops. I've seen them. Right. And if you can't find an Easter egg, I want none of your bloody excuses, Jim McCabe. Go and get me a chocolate bunny or a, or a chocolate orange or something. That would be so, that would suffice. Right. Have I okay. actually ever bought you anything for getting the No, you didn't. You just robbed chocolate that was already on my desk, apparently. <laughs> and then... He said that that was my gift. See, my problem is I'm too honest. Unreal. I should have just lied and said I bought you that. Yeah, but anyway. He, he, he goes, I've got to give you an orange chocolate twirl. He goes, and then I was like, oh, thanks to me. I was like, where did you get that? And he goes, oh, I found it on your desk. <laughs> but at least I put it in the fridge for you. Good. Right, anyway, listen. We're starting with a Spice Girl. Not your favourite, no, but still. No, it's not Mel C then. No, Emma Bunton. Emma Bunton, Baby yeah. Spice herself. I remember seeing her and Brown Thomas one of the days. Now, why was I in Brown Thomas? I hear you ask. Hark, I hear you ask in the 90s. Yeah. Truth be told, I how don't know. How did you know. get in? Like, how did you get past security? Especially if you were sporting that haircut. Oh, <laughs> yes. Maybe the thought it was with Mel C. Yeah. 
you know, personal protection. Yeah, this is actually you know, this is kind of the haircut I had throughout the entire nineties. Because you see, I have this really curly, yeah, sure. When I, when I hair. before we worked together, when you were off doing your big comedy stuff, and yeah, I was you know just a mere boy on oh, radio. Jeez, you hear mere boy? <laughs> oh my god! And we, I'd interview you and stuff. That was the kind of yeah, that was your sort of haircut during was, that time. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. But I was younger, you know. Yeah. There's, a, there's a level of getting away with this as a young man. Now I'm an elf and you can't go around the skinhead and all. Like, it looked like, you know, it looks like he was on his holidays. You know why people say that he's on his holidays, but what they mean was he was doing a stretch in the joy. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> Special um, holidays. Yeah. Right. Uh, so Emma Bunton, did you uh, did you approach her in Brown Thomas, by the way? No, I didn't. didn't no. Okay. But I remember going to my friend with Morgan that was with me, right? Mm. I said, that's your woman from the Spice Girls. Baby Spice. And he goes, no, it isn't, you tick. And I said, I'm telling you it is. And he goes, no, it isn't. That's some... Some boy from the south side, or you know, it was all this. And then, sure enough, somebody else twigged her and she was surrounded. And then I felt sorry that I brought it up because I have a feeling it may have been my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you even, brought the attention. Yeah, I have a feeling it might have been my fault. And were you good. famous at the time? Were they, were they toying between well, whether not or not to go to? I'm not so. And it was, no, it was the 90s. Gee, but you're oh, joking right. me. I was Just checking because, you know, there would have been a quandary. Oh, God, do I go to Baby Spice or do I go to the Dirty Elwin? No. It just might have been a quandary for people, that's all. No, at that stage it would have been, um, I'm going to come over and say hello to the Spice Girls, but first I'm going to have that uh, motorcycle courier with the crew cut removed. He obviously shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, that lad looks like he's about to shoplift. Yeah. <laughs> Why was I there, Jim? Why was I there? <laughs> right, Emma Bunton, stick an age on her. Oh, she's like 42. Oh, not bad, 45. Oh, okay. Not bad at all. Right, I know rugby isn't your game, but you must oh, know the name of Brian O'Driscoll. Oh, of course I do, yeah. yeah. He's a local lad, yeah. He's he's kind of, he's risen above his, his rugby beginnings. Yes, he he's has. He's a celebrity in his own right now. Oh, very much him and, him and Amy Ho- Amy um, Huberman. Amy Huberman. Yeah. Or Hooverman, we should call her after Jim's exploits yesterday. <laughs> We're filling in on that. Uh, yeah, so the two of them have been become like to known as like Ireland's soundest celebrity couple haven't yeah. they they've got that reputation that they're and just they're, really dead on nice she's people. brilliant on Twitter do you follow her on Twitter no I don't follow anyone on Twitter right, really. well, I don't. Um, she's brilliant on Twitter and Instagram and stuff yeah, for she's, slagging she's him she's very funny yeah she's constantly slagging him yeah of course she is yeah. of course she is you know, I mean, like in fairness you know he's lucky he could catch a ball you know, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be knocking around with Amy Hill. Amy I Hill don't was, know. He was he was considered quite quite the uh, quite the chap, quite the man about town. Ah, he's just he's an extraordinary talent, and he was you, though. Yeah, was and, an extraordinary. And you know, Jim, me being an extraordinary talent, <laughs> I know what that gets you away with. Exactly. But mind you, I've never quite. You two have lived that dream. Oh, I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never done anything significant or anything, but you know what I mean. Uh, That's neither here nor there. Just knowing I'm the most talented man in the room sometimes, Jim. <laughs> is, it, is it enough? Oh, my God. Yeah, by the way, just to point out the significance of that, he's in a room on his own, okay? Just in case anybody didn't quite get that guy. Exa- oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that was the point of that, yeah. I beg your pardon. <laughs> right, age on Brian O'Driscoll. Uh, I would say oh, well, he's around the same age as me as well. Maybe a year younger, 44. 42. A fart off life almighty. 42 is the great Brian O'Driscoll. Right about this, other end of the scale, Billy Ocean celebrating his birthday today. I love Billy Ocean. And you know what they say? When the gun go going gets tough. Yeah. Billy Ocean gets going. Because he's not into that crack he's old. Now, can I just point out, Billy Ocean, very good, well done, fantastic, great singer, great hits, all very good. Do you think his head is a bit too big for the rest of his body? A little bit, yeah. So, yeah, and then he and he puts a lot of hair on it then as well. Yeah, yeah. Is, he, I always just felt that there was a slight disproportion between the ratio of his head to the ratio of his body. 
You know, what, you know what Mike came in the other day and he had that app on his phone and he was yeah. talking to us and it made us look like we were bobblehead versions of ourselves. Exactly that. Billy Ocean looks like a bobblehead version of Lionel Richie. <laughs> yes. Well spotted. You know. Well a spotted. A little bit. Uh, very talented man though. Great singer and all of that. I saw him on Philip and Holly there recently. Still has it. <laughs> Tell you, knows how to jive with his buckety shoes and all. Man yeah. knows what he's doing. That's also a brilliant insight into PJ's life now as a middle-aged man. Yeah. I was watching Phil him. and Holly. I was, yeah. <laughs> Billy Ocean there. It's great watching them. Lips, oh, the nostalgia. Lip-syncing in a car park because of COVID. <laughs> uh, so I got to say he's like... Oh, he's like 77. Nah, a bit younger than that, 71. Oh, oh sh- 71. Right, try this out for size. Uh, did you like the movie Thelma and Louise? I loved it. Brilliant. Then have a stab at Gina Davis. Oh, Gina Davis. Yeah. She was such a huge star in the 80s as Do you well. know I met her? Did you? The only reason I really included that is, was because I met her. Right. When she was alongside um, Hugh Laurie and Stuart Little. Yeah. You know the Stuart Little movie? Great movie, She played yeah. the mom in that. And uh, got to interview her and Hugh Laurie. And, and Hugh Laurie was fantastic. He was brilliant. Great crackle. Oh, such a nice man. Very good. And she was exactly as you kind of expect a Hollywood actress to be. Frosty, was she you? was like smiling in the fakest smile oh, I've no, ever seen. Really? Oh, yeah. no, really. Now, on the, you know, I mean, you've done those press junkets. They are boring for you. To be fair to her, like you've had to do it for Young Offenders and stuff. They, and you know, when you're traipsed in in front of blooming different journalists in every room and all that. Like that scene just, from Bloom and Notting Hill, you know what I mean? Yeah, So yeah. I'm sure she was bored, but Hugh Laurie was brilliant, but yeah. she was just so sort of like... She, uh, there, there was a touch of the Mel C laugh about her. <laughs> oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, she did, yeah. Okay, and she, like, she just, like, when the, your five minutes or whatever oh, you get no. given, it was over. She just kind of stands up and walks out into... Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where Hugh Laurie was slagging himself and everything. Oh, yeah, he's there going, where are you going? We go for a jar, are we? <laughs> was he all like that, yeah? <laughs> He was dead cell. Oh, yeah, woman's great. in now. She's a bit thick. We go for a point. Two of us. Uh, oh, anyway, great actress, though, Gina Davis. Uh, yeah. uh, do you think she was doing her best on the day? Or? No. No. Right. She's been all right. <laughs> that, that says it all, doesn't it? That's the answer we needed. i got to say she's like 63. Not bad. 65. Ah, okay. I had a struggle to put an age in her. <laughs> Even when she was in the room. It's the right. 80s movies, I think. Listen, okay, so here's the last batch, right? It's three footballers, Okay. Okay. I'm lumping them in together because they're so you've got um, uh, you've got two of the class of '92. Oh, very good. But the yeah. lesser lights, and you've got a Liverpool legend, right? The Liverpool legend, yeah. Uh, recently fired by Sky, of course. Oh yeah, Phil Thompson. Phil Thompson. Phil Big yeah. knows himself. He's actually seems like a bit of crack. All, yeah, all yeah, things considered, fair. he actually seems like a bit of crack, doesn't he? And then the other two, uh, Phil Neville. Who's just gotten his new gig off his mate David Beckham oh, there did. to become the boss of Inter Miami? Yeah, <laughs> Inter Miami. Yeah. And uh, and Nicky Buss, and who Nicky is Buss. Uh, still at United as a as an underage coach, as Absolutely the whatever he is, is. under eighteen or twenty one. And a United man to the bone, Nicky Buss. Uh, Alex Ferguson in his book and all. Apart from that spelly, yeah. Apart from that spelly, had at Newcastle, obviously. But yeah, oh, I know but he mean. didn't want to go. <laughs> he didn't want to go. There's a brilliant part of Alex Ferguson's book where he tells him he has to leave United, and he starts <laughs> crying and all. He says it was like it was like had marriage breakdown. It's like a marriage breakdown. Yeah. Telling Nicky Butt he couldn't play in United, he was like, he just like, please, boss, don't do this to me, boss. Uh, I've never wanted to be anywhere but here, boss. Like he said, it was literally like... I'll clean your car type stuff. Yeah, it was marriage breakdown. So he says his wife was crying in the house. He said, oh, oh my God. God. He couldn't believe it. He was there going, I knew it was going to be bad. But he says, I never thought it was going to be that bad. He said, the boy was destroyed, he goes. Wow. So yeah, he's That's united to, to the bone. Like. Good to hear. Right, so you can take them in any order you want. You've got Phil Neville and Nicky Bust. 
Class of 92. No, obviously not. No, no. And then Phil Thompson, of course, Liverpool legend, former Sky Pundit. Now part of those great ads for Paddy Power. Yeah, Phil Tomo Thompson. I love the way, are they all the same age, but you were going to let me take them all in different. Like, was he? Are they all the same age? Phil Thompson, Liverpool legend. Yeah. Playing football in the 70s, like, or the early 80s, or whatever. 50s or something. I'd say Nicky Butt is like, he's 44. Not bad, 46. Right, okay. Yeah, not bad. Um, so Phil Neville then, you've got to be in that neck of the woods. Right, he's a little younger than Gary, so he's 44. Yes, he is. Yeah, and... Um, and then Phil Tomo. Tom, Tomo Thompson's like, um, he's 59. 67. Half farter, missed it by a mile. <laughs> and here's me saying he played in the 50s. Now I never just know I can't count either. Now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boiling Show weekday afternoons from 12. This is Classic Hits. Cheers, John. 6.32. How are you this morning, sir? Very well. Good morning. Good, good, good. Uh, Friday's Eve. Indeed. Actually, is this our... Um this is our penultimate day with you. That's it, yeah. Are Unless you, something extraordinary happens. Yeah, you're washing your hands of us from, yeah, for, from tomorrow, eh? Certainly not actively, but uh, yeah, the, for, for, for the time I being. sincerely hope you are actively washing your hands. Well, indeed, that's a good point. <laughs> that, that is a point that we... But should, you're taking yeah. social distancing to the extreme to the and extreme. getting yourself as far away from us as possible next week. Good I, idea. I, I, I was always an advocate of social distancing, Jim, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. you know, for many decades. Yeah. Uh, Anti-social distancing is yeah. yeah. In fairness, yeah. John, be very much in your camp in that regard, PJ. Oh yeah, yeah. yes. And so one good he thing. always he always thinks the best thing about people is the less there is of them. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the word is to give them a wide berth. As in excellent. That, as in oh, yeah, like no, a- no fear of John ever invading your personal space. Don't think he, so. If, if he had his way, he wouldn't even be in the same country as you. Yeah, anti-social distancing is the best thing that came out of this pandemic. To be yeah. honest, yeah. Right up your street, John. Yeah, yeah. If, it, if we reappraise what they're saying to us, then we're all filthy and we pass on things to one another. So really and truly, why in the name of good God would you want to be next nine or near anyone? It's a fair point you I, I totally agree. I, I yeah. totally agree. This is, this is great sense. Yeah. I don't quite like being tagged as filthy, but I kind of get the gist. <laughs> Not literally. Mark Morrison's return of the Mac and Steelers wheels stuck in the middle with you. Almost 20 to 7. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thanks for all the WhatsApps. 087 Did you watch any of the um, inauguration stuff yesterday, PJ? Did no, you catch any of it? No, no, no interest. I'd rather watch me head melt. I was. Um, um, I watched a bit of it, I have to say. Uh, I love a bit of over the top. Plus, there was always that thing that, you know, <laughs> where Trump would show up and start throwing eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or, or heckling or something. Yeah, but I anyway, it's mad when they, you see like rolling out like Lady Gaga and J-Lo and Garth Brooks and all that just to do a tune. Was Garth Brooks there? He sang Amazing Grace, I think it was, or something. He and, did not. And then Lady Gaga did the their national anthem. And J-Lo did some... I can't remember what J-Lo did. Uh, and was Garth Brooks not doing the whole, I either do five inaugurations or <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. do any... These yeah, inaugurations there was a few, are like my children. There was a few tweets going around all right about stuff like oh, that. Oh, was there? Yeah, of course. Um, uh, and uh, what was it J-Lo did? Anyway, and kind of, Garth Brooks, of course, couldn't just do the thing. He had to do. He had to stop before the, his last bit and go. Uh, it was very... He's only short to saying, listen, everybody in the audience. Oh, really? <laughs> he said, I want everybody out there to sing along with this last verse. Not just out here, but at home. Please tell me he was singing As Friends are, in Low Places. <laughs> <laughs> Was he? No, he was doing ah. Amazing Grace. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. But it's mad. I assume they'd get a few quid for that, would they? Or it wouldn't be just like, you wouldn't be just doing it for the, the honour. I don't know. I mean, there's so much um, 
American celebrities are so into making a point and hanging their identity off their politics and all this old crap, yo. So I don't know, to be honest uh, with you. This land is our land, apparently, is what J-Lo saying. I always thought that was a kid's thing. Yeah, well, this the, land is our land. I thought that was something that people sing around a campfire and all. <laughs> well, I suppose it is. Pete Seeger did it. That's very campfire isn't it? So, yeah, I think you're, probably, you're kind of right, actually. Well, anyway, it was bad. Good. Uh, the um, Kamala Harris thing was, was very good. Great to see that happening. And there was, seemed to be more interest around her than there was around Biden. Well, there's a bit of hope around her. I mean, yeah. Biden, we kind of seen Biden before. I think everybody looks at the States now and thinks they're not in a great shape, regardless of well, who's in Well, excuse me, because Finbar and Mark have been on WhatsApp saying, yeah. like, are you, you must be delighted. Me? That you're uh, somebody from your own parish is literally the president oh of America. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, yeah. like, both of you with your Mayo heritage... Like, people are wondering, will you be getting some sort of special invite now? Will right. you be going to the White House or anything like that? I will say, I look at Joe Biden, I think I think there's a similarity. I think the two of us have a certain... There is actually, now that you mentioned, there is a similarity. You know, if I went a bit silver now, you know, if the hair went... If I went from... If I stopped being a skinhead for five minutes, and I went a bit went, silver... I went a little top, silver fox. I think myself and old Joe might have a similarity. It's probably a common bloodline there. I'm going to tell you. And if you, get, if you get an invite to the White House, you better bring me. I better I'm be your plus one or whatever. I see if I'm going to get an invite to the White House. My mom doesn't even want me in my house. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest yeah, with you, yeah, you'd, go, you'd go to the... To your thing with reply to the White House would be, uh, have you any leaks? <laughs> yeah, is there anyone out there that can fix yeah. a leak? Have you there? Like, you know, because the house I'm in at the moment has its issues. So, like, if you're inviting me over there, does the shower work? Does there? Great. Okay, and the kitchen's not underwater. Yeah. Okay, I'll come. Is it grand? And is the food all right? You know... Very far away. <laughs> anyway. Now you're younger, you want to travel very far away. We'll sit and wait for your invite to arrive. In the meantime, of course, uh, what have we got for you today? That's a very good question. What do we have for the wonderful people of Ireland today? <laughs> well, we've got money, 880 euro in the classic hit bit. Do, that'll do. Uh, what a lunchbox should look like when you're going to school. And an NHS worker in, the, in England, she lost her wallet and someone found it in Turkey. What happened there? Wow. So there's no, and cocaine bananas. Who doesn't want to know about cocaine, cocaine bananas? bananas? Yeah. My God. I thought we'd reached a new low with um, cocaine hippos the other day. Cocaine hippos were one thing, but yeah. cocaine bananas are another thing. I tell you something. Remember you were talking about banana tea? Yeah. And it was supposed to be like some way of making you go asleep. Help you sleep, yeah. Well, a cocaine banana. It's the ultimate energy drink if you put that in water. Depeche Mode just can't get enough here at Classic Hits. Uh, almost ten past seven. Thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Hit bit on the way. If you want to get in nice and early, 87 Magic Mike uh, with us today. And uh, if you want to let them know that you want to play 870 euros, how much you said? 80? 880 quid 880 today. up for grabs. That's what it's all about. 087 In the meantime, tell you, it seems like a long time <laughs> since we've ever had to, um, to talk about the idea of illegal raves. I thought they were very much a thing of the past. So did I. I thought it was all long gone, you know. Yeah. And there ourselves and the people of um, Britain and all around Europe back into big strict lockdowns and all of that. The old sensitivities of the mass gatherings are rising and the anxieties that goes with it and stuff. Illegal raves, she-beans, all these things being reported all around the world. And yesterday, uh, the guards, or the guards, I was in England, in South End, so the, the police, they got a, a call saying, listen, there's about 80 people outside my house. Oh, my God. There's about 80 people. There's a big gathering. There's traffic up and down the road. They're all trying to get into uh, they get this big car park here. Uh, an illegal rave is happening. Police acted fairly quick. 
can't be tolerating that sort of carry on people trying to stay safe raided went straight up to the south end uh, Freemasons Hall it was outside the Freemasons Hall um, what it was a bunch of pensioners 80 pensioners all queuing for their vaccine <laughs> uh, so talk about you know the old paranoia and the sensitivities got crept in so the police arrived and went what's going on hey, hello 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 uh, they, t- they couldn't believe their eyes when they got there and um, what had happened was there's this new vaccine it was just arriving into this place right. the local Freemasons Hall fair play to them they had donated the hall to be used as a vaccination centre um, it was late arriving which meant there was a backlog of traffic and it meant there was a lot of people queuing very orderly um, and minding their own business waiting to get their vaccine so when the police arrived they got, a li- they got an earful should you not be doing anything better than hustling old people trying to get there and who who possibly rang it in what sort of a tip off is that if somebody how could you mistake 80 pensioners queuing up for a vaccine and all the traffic as arriving. an illegal rave they thought it was like boy racers and all arriving for a rave a car park rave because nothing has been going on in this area for so long and then when they saw the mass all the people arriving they panicked and just thought well um, this is it now this is the beginning of the of some sort of crazy sort of drug party and it was a drug party it's just it was medication for arthritis yeah, it was, was a very was. different type of drug very different type of drug all together uh, with the vaccine and everything I so, just find that extraordinary that somebody could have made that confusion I know I know you know I mean your average I don't know boy racer rave attendee whatever that looks like doesn't usually have a Zimmer frame or whatever I know what you're saying isn't, you know. yeah, generally isn't driving a, a 1984 Volvo or something yeah he turns up in his 1984 boy racer Volvo you know what I mean gets out with, with extra safety bars all of that yeah it's got the big big door at the back so he can drive out his mobility scooter to get into the you know you'd think it's not you would think it would be that's a, a hell of a mistake to make and they do think it was a genuine call they don't think it was somebody prank calling like yeah. this would be gas crack they don't think it was any of that at all they think it was genuinely somebody saw everybody gathering there and the paranoia just got beyond the them the paranoia got beyond them they jumped to conclusions and I think it's the gas that the police turned up trying to do their best and still got an earful off some of the elfless there they were going are you well? Are you sick? Do I look like I'm doing a rave? Huh? I've got me torn Mind you, hips. mind you. After that story we had yesterday about um, about old people loving rock music and stuff. That, yeah, in fairness. You know what I mean? Who's to say that there isn't a, you know, a, a swathe of, of old people who are big into their sort of, you know full-on rave music. Ah, Jim, okay, come here, listen. Rock music is one thing. Standing there listening to a bit of metal, doing a bit of, you know, doing your bit of headbanging and all. Okay, you have to take your teeth out before you do your headbanging, but apart from that... Take precautions, yeah, the teeth come out, the comb over. Any sort of loose bits on you, you know what I mean? If you have your false hip, you have to... Any of that sort of stuff, you have to be careful with well, that. Well, you can do headbanging by just holding on to a couple of rails. Like, you know, there's not a lot involved. But yeah, you know what I mean? You can Anyone can do a bit of headbanging. Yeah. But this whole, you know, t- taking a... You know, being accused of taking a disco biscuit and letting your body go go highfalutin all over a car park. Get out of it. That's never going to happen. I mean, I'd be insulted too if I was one of these people. You're doing your best and the next thing there's police chasing you around the car park telling you you're up to no good. That'd be a hell of a police chase, that'd be. Wouldn't be I'd a quick... I, was just gonna, I don't know if you'd need to lash the sirens on for that one. Don't think I can't. This is as fast as I can go. Be the greatest police chase in the history of the world, though, wouldn't it? Like you know, two cops chasing after two or four or five people, banging out rave music from their mobility scooters. <laughs> yeah. I'd be all for that. It'd be like it'd be like that scene from Father Ted where the, the milk flows, the runaway milk flows. Be exactly like that. Yeah, delivering vaccines. Get up! I won't stop. You can't stop me. Oh, well, we can actually. Yeah, you're you're going at walking pace. 
You're, you're actually not even moving. Your legs are moving, but you're standing still. Desiree, you got to be here at Classic Hits. Almost 18 minutes past uh, 7 o'clock. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, look at that. Paul's been on. He sent us a little photograph of... Um, of him watching, he said he was checking out the after show show. Oh yeah! They had to share his lunch. He's got a picture of his dog there beside him. Oh God, the dog looks bored, <laughs> stiff looking at us. At least but he's look at looking. That. It's fantastic. He, uh, Paul is obviously he's either got a smart telly or he's do, you know he's doing something. He's Chromecast or he's doing something there something that like he's that. watching the. The after show show on his big telly there. God, we look fantastic. Tell you, we do. Look Why aren't we on the telly? Um, I know, okay, it would have to be widescreen and all, but still. Well, yeah, we're on Paul's telly, that's enough for me. Well, I tell you why we're not on the TV. Look at the reaction of the dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true, yeah. The dog literally has his head on the table in the in the the greatest expression of boredom anybody's ever seen. Yeah, and the, and the dog has a bottle of champagne and everything, look. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that dog has a lot of reasons to be happy, and he's not. And he's not at all. For some strange... Oh, for God's sake, would you just put back on the cartoons? <laughs> Tiffany, I think we're alone now here at Classic Hits 24 to 8. I think we're going to play that, actually, for Johnny and uh, and his Mrs. Katrina, because Johnny's been on. They're very excited. Yeah. They're alone now, but they won't be for very long. There's a baby on the way! Oh, jeepers. There's a baby on the way for Johnny and Katrina. They're going for their first scan this afternoon. Oh, there you go. Daddy, your best of luck with that. I hope it goes yeah, brilliant for you They're very excited about it. Also, since we're on the kind of kitty thing, uh, Daryl was on and he wants to say a big hello to little Grace. She's probably snuggled up in bed, he says, at the moment. But she'd be uh, delighted to hear her name on the radio. So, Grace, good morning to you from Daddy Daryl and also uh, his missus as well who's uh, doing all the homeschooling Sinead oh jeez I don't know how anyone does it doing a cracking job on it Sinead. I'm sure you are yeah fair play to you see you now kids great you know kids can be fantastic right I'll be there and then I, yeah. and then they sort of start to grow a bit and they grow into teenagers they do they turn you into teenagers and, face, teenagers and then it all goes a little bit strange for a while oh who wants to live with teenagers you should be uh, there should be a camp you get put in when you're 13 <laughs> and allowed out when you're 19. And, yeah, uh, I know there's laws against these things and for good they, reason. they get up to all sorts. Like this story. Yeah, so now listen, this woman was always, she went to do a bit of shopping there yesterday, do you know? Yeah, and then she was as pro- you do. I went to do a bit of shopping, yeah, you do a bit of uh, her supplies, you know? And uh, she was approached by a young lad and he goes, do you want to pump a hand sanitizer before you go in? And she was just put her hand there, she was just about to put the hand out. And then she realised he's not in you. He doesn't work here or anything. Yeah. Just a young fella walking around randomly. And could he not have been just a, a, a random do-gooder? Well, you, well, yeah, this is the thing. But she, she she got a smell off and she thought there was something suspicious going on. <laughs> and she goes, what's in the bottle? And he goes, it's hand sanitizer." And then he just heard one of the mates laugh and she goes, it is not. And then he says, ah, ha, ha, it's super glue. They were going to super glue. They were going to put super glue oh, on. my. Now, I think that's outrageous. Outrageous. They were going to put, the poor woman was going to put super glue on her hands. I mean, she'd rub her hands and then stick it on that trolley handle. And I never, stuck. oh my God. She'd have to trolley herself home with all the shopping. And then, you see? I think it's outrageous. Blooming teenagers. Teenagers, man. And do you know what the worst thing about this story is? I have no idea if it's true or not. <laughs> what do you mean? I was, I'm reading this story, right? Yeah. These are one of these things. These where happen. did you get it? I'm reading it. Oh, watch, where did you get it? It's in the press. It's in the the Yorkshire Live. It's well, in. I mean, when has Yorkshire Live ever lied to anybody? Listen, this is what I think is happening, right? Teenagers, people love to give teenagers a bad name, right? Right. You know the way, no matter what it is, there's all, and then someone puts up a Facebook post and they say, some teenagers tried to glue me hands together there. <laughs> right? And then you go, oh, so they must have been doing it around the place. Right. And then you say, right, who, ha- who has it happened to? Who else has yeah, got caught by this? And nobody says it happened to nobody. 
But you get loads of these other comments going, I heard about that as well. <laughs> and Mary Massey's, you know, Mary Massey's handbag was stuck on her hand in the Don't tell me it was on a forum, was it? Because we know you love a good forum. Oh, my God. This is what happens. Has anybody seen that white van? Yeah. It did. Oh, my sister gets carried away with this stuff now. My sister gets carried away. You know these says, And it's always the same stories. It's yeah. always like, there was two fellas in a white van and they were in the garden and one of them was hiding behind the bush and in the hill and they were trying to... Oh. You're like, oh, this is... Now, listen. These must be the worst kidnappers in the world. If they're, They've been in the same van for 10 years. Yeah. And never made an effort to change it or anything. So you start taking these things with a pinch of salt. Now, there's not one single case of some L1... Or, oh, I keep saying L1, it's terrible. Of, of any human being glued to their bag, having their hands glued together. Right. Or being stuck to a shopping trolley. By these makes, particular rogue yeah, sanitizers. Exactly, but there's, yeah, the rogue sanitizer gang. But there's loads and loads of testimony saying, yes, is when they approached me and they came over. Well, and maybe they were, they were just really you, bad actors. You know, maybe, maybe they just couldn't keep a straight face. They were I, literally corpsing, you know, every time they got the, close to the doing the deal. May, maybe. Maybe one of them was... So maybe, maybe there was a good Maybe minute. the bottle had super glue written on it. Well, do you know something? If that did happen, I hope he gets stuck to his own bottle of super glue. You little clown, you. I tell you something, if someone came over and put super glue in my hands, I'd be so upset, I wouldn't be able to throw a punch or anything. But I'd be swinging <laughs> me... Du- I'd be swimming, swinging me double-handed, elfler hands at you. I tell you, there'll be war over them. Times are hard enough, Jim. You're yeah. going to the shop. You're, you're trying to avoid people. Trying not to get no, sneezed it is. It's on. A, it's a yeah. shocking thing. It's just that now, unfortunately, you've created an image for me of you with your hands stuck in your pocket going, Come here, you, you little... <laughs> Guaranteed classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online. Available at supermax.ie. It's a bit of a really famous hit It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit But what hit is it? Uh, the classic hit bit is worth 880 euro this morning We'd love to give it away Here's what it sounds like That's it, that's, uh, that's all we can give you before we get stuck in And Barbara Ryan is going to play first How are you Barbara? I'm grand. How are you? Not bad at all, Barbara. Where are you today? Uh, I'm in Galway. Oh, very, very good. Yeah. Um, our mic over this way, unfortunately. We yeah, can't yeah. Send yeah. Out to you with Do the you money. know Barbara Mike by any chance? Oh yeah, uh, I know everybody no. in Galway. Actually, because yeah. there's only what, there's only there's no, only about no. six of you in <laughs> Galway, isn't there, Barbara? Oh, sir. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What, what part is Barbara from? Uh, I live in Merview. Merview, all right. Do you yeah. know where that is, Michael? I do know Merview. Do you live near Merview, Michael? I don't. I'm on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story for you today, Barbara? What are you up to? Are you, uh, are you out working? Are you at home? Are you no, homeschooling? No, I'm not working you? now at the moment. No, just all quiet. Oh, um, right, okay. Is that a good thing, all quiet? Or is it like you're bored out of your mind, all quiet? Uh, bored for the last year or so. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know the feeling, Barbara. Yeah. Uh, right, come on, cheer up, Barbara. Here we go. What are you going for? Um, I think it's uh, Unfinished Symphony by Massive Attack. Ah, oh, yeah, wow. deadly song. What right. a tune. Yeah, it's mm. a great tune. I have a massive teardrop for you, unfortunately, <laughs> Barbara. You're wrong. <laughs> ah, well. That you wasn't do? bad. You got a good pun out of him anyway, Barbara, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Barbara, enjoy the day as best you can. Thanks a million for All playing. Right, good cheers. talking Thanks to you. Take care. Much. Cheers. Bye. 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 Uh, Paul Donnan is waiting on the other line. How are you, Paul? How is it doing, lads? All right? Not Super. too bad at all. Where are you, Paul? Uh, Clondalkin. Oh, very good, very good. Right, so you're over this side of the country, so? 
How are you, my DJ? All right, yeah. Hey, what are you at today? Are you working? Ah, uh, no, not at the moment, no. Right, okay, let's get stuck in. Let's try and get you some money. 880 quid, Paul. What are you, what are you going for? Uh, Shirley Vassy. Big spender. Shirley, ba- wow, I tell you something, there's one dragged right out of the... <laughs> I did not sp- see that coming. A big spender from yeah. Shirley Bassey. I don't know why that always makes me think of Markham and Wise. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. <laughs> For some reason. But anyway, cracking guess, Paul. Right, Michael, what do you make of that? Right, surely you're going to be a big spender after this, because it's a great guess, but it's wrong. I'm sorry, Paul. Oh. <laughs> sorry about that, Paul. Unlucky, Paul, unlucky. Listen, take care of yourself, man. Good talking to you. Cheers. Take take care, Paul. Bye-bye. Right, Shirley Bassey, big spender. I didn't see that coming out in a million years. I wouldn't have the guesses you get on on the hit bit, isn't it? Like, Like, they really cover the entire spectrum. Like, we've gone literally in that one from Massive Attack to Shirley Bassey. I know, it's unreal, isn't it? Don't forget Big Tom. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we have Big Tom as well. That's right. Oh, my God. Do you think we should narrow it down a little bit, Michael? (laughs) To be fair. Ah, no. Actually... You know the way you're always talking about amazing dinner parties. Big, yeah. big Tom, Shirley Bassey and Massive Attack. There you go. I wouldn't miss that for the world. <laughs> I'd be staying for extra cheesecake and everything at the end of that. Soft Cell here at Classic Hits. Seven minutes past eight. Thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087 if you need to give us a shout. Breakfast table quiz on the way this hour. But uh, we found a story yesterday and we decided we wouldn't bring it to you yesterday. No. That, we, um, that we'd actually take it a stage further because there was this story doing the rounds yesterday. Maybe you've seen of this woman who was... Um, it was a man. It was a man, was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a woman. No, it was a man. Ah, uh, you a, see. a Hungarian man. Uh, and he was in the Alps, so he was. Right. And he was following a trail in the Alps, and of course it's snowy and everything there in the Alps, and it all looks the same, and he realised suddenly he was lost, he couldn't find his way down. It's what that old story, a road diverged in a mountain. I think that's the same. Yeah. Uh, I don't know it, that story, but... Two roads diverged. Two roads diverged in the mountain. He didn't know which one he was supposed to take, right? Right. And one would have been infinitely anywhere, you know, in extreme conditions, and the other one was the right one. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a cat appeared. A cat in the Himalayas? In, no, or in, the, the Alps, in the Alps. Sorry. You're, 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 oh, I, I actually, I obviously paid no attention whatsoever yeah. to this story. I thought it was a woman, and I thought she was in the Himalayas. Yeah. It turns out to be a man in the Alps. If it turns out a woman in the Himalayas was held by another cat, I'd be shocked. Uh, so anyway, he, he decided to look at the cat. The cat waited for him on the trail, wiggled its tail as if to make a come-hither-follow-me gesture. Yeah. Do you, just a matter of interest, I, I would have imagined you don't generally get a lot of cats in the Alps. Would I be right in assuming that? You would be dead right in Right, so yeah. this was a very special cat. This in itself had to be seen as a symbol. Yeah, so he followed the cat. The mm. cat stayed just in front of him, followed him down the trail and led him back to safety, to his original starting point. His animal guide. His animal guide. And this has, of course, brought out the crackpot. The people in, um, you know, who have a different way of seeing things are saying this was indeed a spirit animal. That a spirit animal yeah. could so wasn't, be a cat. It wasn't sorry. an actual physical cat. He just saw this manifestation of a cat, which was a representation of his spirit guide leading him to safety. Yeah, from now, the Alps. There is a very similar cat that's owned by a pizza place down the road there, but I'd say you're <laughs> dead right. But I'd say you're dead right, Jim. Uh, and this got me thinking. Jim McCabe, what are our spirit animals? If we were to go and look into the sort of, into the shamanistic or whatever way of looking at things and seeing, do we have spirit guides? Do we have animal guides yeah. leading us in? Well, especially you. build our personalities? I mean, you've had physical animal guides for a long... I mean, you've had dogs all your life. Yes. All that sort of stuff. So it'd be amazing if yours is anything other than a dog. Well, I know. And I mean, based on... 
some of the experiences I've had in my life, I don't think my spirit guide was looking where it was going. But anyway, let's find out. Let's be honest now, Jim. You're you're a very nocturn, <laughs> nocturnal spirit animal, in fairness. It's no wonder you never go to bed. Ladies and gentlemen, we did this quiz and all to find out who our spirit animals are, what our spirit animals are. And we found out, I haven't told Jim what mine is yet, but Jim is an L. I'm an L. Look at you. It suits oh. you down to the ground. You even have the same Boy. shape head as him and everything. And the little ears and I'm all. The same shape head as an L. Yeah, and you have little ears and all, like a little L. And you're so nocturnal, you never go to bed. You never go well, to it bed. Well, does, it does explain my thing about, yeah, I am a kind of, I do, yeah, I don't like going to bed early. Well, that I is kind you, of interesting. Well, I read you what it says Mind about you, your you know, they do say about elves, they are very wise, PJ. Let, you should listen to my words of wisdom. Let me read out your personality. You'll see, you'll see yourself in this now. Right. You're okay, go for it. Uh, your light it has uh, emblematic of a deep connection with wisdom and an intuitive knowledge. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. If you have an owl as your power animal, see, this is a power animal for you. Right. You're, you're likely to have the ability to see what is usually hidden to most Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. So I know when somebody's trying to pull the wall. I know when somebody's telling me lies about there being no milk and everything. It says you can see the true reality beyond delusion and beyond deceit. It also offers for those that oh, have it. Oh, beyond deceit. Per- so I can see when somebody's trying to pull a fast one on me. Yeah. Brilliant. But this is the thing, though. This is the problem. He thinks everyone's pulling a fast one. Uh, the owl also offers uh, per- inspiration and guidance necessary to deeply explore... The unknown and the magic of life. Thank you. That's I'm you. Okay, I'm okay with that. I can't say I've ever experienced it so far, but I'm okay with the idea that it might still come. Right. Maybe he's just, maybe my particular owl is just a bit, uh, give us a second here, Jim, will you? I, I, uh, I'll get it. It's, it's one of these ways. I'm just not sure yet. Are you okay? Yeah. I just, to be honest with you, I know I'm an owl. But I can't see that well in the dark. That's the thing. So I just could you give me a minute? There? Just give us a second, Hilly. I've got I've got this GPS thing here. I'm going to try and see if I'm, <laughs> anyway. So what right, so I'm an L. You're an L. You. I'm very upset. Please be something ridiculous. I'm very upset. Please be a chicken or something. All right. Might as well be a four-legged chicken. I'm a deer. A deer. A deer is a four-legged chicken. Let's be honest. A deer is a four-legged chicken. It's a four-legged wild chicken. Is all that is. It's now, are you talking? Why are you saying now, deer? Now, are we talking? Are you going to pull this out of the bag and say like you're a stag, some big impressive sort of like? No. A oh, little, a little what, deer. A little Bambi-looking thing. Yeah, he shows me a picture and all, like a little Bambi thing. <laughs> little spots on its back and all. And the all confused little face on it, looking at the L for guidance, and the L doesn't care. It looks like it's. It says here, I have the, that I have the power to deal with challenges with grace. I master the art of being determined and very gentle in my approach. Gentle. Yeah. You. Yeah. Gentle. Yeah. You. Yeah. I said. Why don't you shut your mouth and listen to me when I'm telling you how gentle I am? I'm a dear. You're bullying me there now. Come, you listen to what I have to say. And the deer it says it imparts wisdom with those, and I have a special connection with uh, and an ability to be vigilant, to move quick, and to trust my instincts to get out of tricky situations. Well, that's true. I mean, there's, I mean, that's like you know, you're borderline snakeish in your ability to slither out of getting into trouble. Snakeish. Who's the Who's the guy who has to write all the apology letters for you? The wise old owl here. Yeah, you know how to do it. I'm too busy drinking out of the thing and waiting, looking for predators. I'm all, you're doing that. You're being the wise old owl, apologising and looking after everything. And I'm like walking around the Phoenix Park, nibbling trees. 
You know what I mean? Do we know what Mike's is yet? We ha- I haven't known. We haven't done oh, Mike's. Oh, hang a second. Wait does. a second. Right, okay. He actually on. does. He's done his own little study there, so he knows it. Right, Mike, did you find your own? I did. I did the survey. I'm going to put this survey up online as well. I will make one sound, lads. Yeah. Oh! Oh, my God. No sh- way. He's a sheep. No, not a sheep. That's a... What? That's a... That's a wait a second. What did you... He's... That's the sound you think a sheep makes. It does, it does if you're may, around. They may make that sound a mayo, but they don't make it anywhere else. Unbelievable. You're a wolf, Michael. I'm a wolf. Oh, my God. Why, Why did Mike get the, get the coolest cool animal? How come he got the coolest it's one? It says, it's, you want to hear what it says? Yeah. Instinct, intelligence, appetite for freedom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know the other thing that wolves love? <laughs> yeah. Is the bite of a good deer. They do, yeah. <laughs> I basically prey. Yeah. Yeah. So, listen, I'd be the one in the middle going, hey, PJ, mind out for him, will you? He's come out, he's behind you! PJ's behind you! Trust me to end up as Mike's lunch in this thing. <laughs> Night Fever from the BGs here at Classic Hits, almost 23 minutes to nine. Thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Breakfast table quiz on the way, all the PJ and Jim merch, the hoodie, the ugly mug, even the Jake Stevens Christmas single. Sorry about that. That's the booby prize, though. 087-188-0008, Magic Mike standing by. Let him know that you want to play 12 as the top score. At the moment, right now, normally, around about this time, of course, and not at the moment, naturally, but normally, around this time, we'd be dealing with lots of people on their way to school this morning, right, okay? Obviously, with school's closed, that's not the case. Thank God for that. Yeah, and one of the, you know, apart I mean, there's a lot of parents listening at the moment, you have to accept, PJ, who are thinking, I tell you something, I wish our schools were open. No, I'm Uh, just... The amount of time I have to spend doing maths and history and Irish. I beg your pardon, I should clarify. Not thank God the schools are closed. Thank God they won't have to listen to this uh, nonsense. This is an exercise now in the paper today, right? Right. That is designed to make parents feel guilty about what they feel. There's so much of today's media, Jim. The media. Do you blame the media? I blame the media. You know you're part of the media. Well, not anymore. I've decided. <laughs> I'm going against the grain. You're going rogue. I'm just going that, that. See, there's so much of it, and I'm not even a parent, and I see it that it's sort of like it's designed around. How do we make parents feel guilty? How do we make parents feel guilty? Right? Yeah. And I'm reading in the paper here what a perfect lunch should look like. Right, so if if kids were in school, yeah. and if you were sending your kid to school with their packed lunch, yeah. this is what it should be. And honestly, Jim, it all looks awful to me. Does it? I'm telling you now, it looks, you want to see the little, the little compartmentalised tofus and all. Imagine giving compartmentalised tofu. tofu. Yeah. I'm not even joking. No, to- I mean, kids uh, are taking tofu for their lunch. Look, I know it's not like you and you and me are young and your dad would send you to school with a can of tuna or a can of beans in your pocket and you wouldn't even have an opener. What am I going to do with them? <laughs> a can of beans and a mini Twix. You'd be like, I can't even open the beans. You'd just I play, mean, use them for football. School lunches, when you and I were being sent to school, for a start, they were never in Tupperware or anything no, fancy. They weren't. It joking? was wrapped in tin foil or else, or maybe it was wrapped in the bread wrapper from the bread from that the bread. it made us. And put in your pocket. Yeah, and, and like literally, it was jam, or it was ham. Yeah, or, or if, it was cheese. Or if you want that one scumbag, I, mean, I used, to, <laughs> used to come in, man, into school, and he had banana sandwich, right? I'm not joking, right? A banana, woo! In his back pocket, though, so he'd be sitting down and all. <laughs> it'd be flat, and I mean, it's flat. 
as a co- So when he took it out to eat his lunch, it'd have the curve of his arse yeah, on and it. He, and it was like wrapped in the Brennan's bag, right? Mm. Brands, whatever, we all did that. But it, come, it was flat boomerang shaped, flat <laughs> banana sandwich. And it was all be black and everything because we were using it. And he'd sit there and eat, and the smell of it, the smell of. <sighs> But the smell of bum bananas off him, I swear to God, I nearly got sick so many times. Wow. And all of that. So those days, they say, now we're over. You're not even allowed to give them a, a slice of normal bread. So yeah, let saying, alone a bum banana. Never known a bum banana. You couldn't eat bum bananas every day. You'd be, you'd be getting serious trouble. There'd be some sort of... Like, the guards would be called. Apparently, your child's been eating bum bananas for five <laughs> yeah. years. Uh, and now that you want to see these things, these yolks, these ridiculous like, compartmentalized trays, and they're saying um, all school lunches should have the, the proper breakdown. So it has to be pasta or rice or bread or potatoes, slow-release carbohydrates, all of that, you know. Wow. Yeah, and then they're saying the proteins. Pasta? I know. And, and, and right, oh I know. Oh, God. And the proteins, don't forget, they say, more, like, good proteins, say fish, eggs, or tofu. What's young for the ghost? <laughs> Me, who in the name of God is going into school with pasta and fish every morning and maybe some eggs? It, feel, it seems like they think everybody's got a hipster with a top knot cooking lunches that, in their uh, kitchen for that's them. That's extra. Imagine trying to do a lunch swap. What, Honestly, what have you got? I have um, uh, some tapia and uh, pasta and I have a small bit of tofu and... All right. What so, have you got? I've got a, banon- a banana bum sandwich. A banana bum sandwich. I know. This is disgusting. Oh, and, and here's us thinking couscous was so last year. And here you are with a bum banana sandwich. I absolutely can't believe There you it. go. Disco Stew and Tal has been on to say, uh, PJ and Jim, we had face meat sambos. Oh, We've yeah. established face meat, Billy by the way. Roll. It was Billy Roll. Oh, I used to love the Billy Roll. Do you remember? I'd be asking me, Ma, please give us the Billy Roll. I used to think uh, I didn't like ham, but I love Billy Roll. Yeah. Now, and, and somebody else would say, Sarah's been on say, oh my God, thank you. My husband made a holy yeah. show of me for wrapping his sandwich in the bread bag. That's what you do. Saying I was mental. Your husband's mental. That's what you do. Well, you know, if, you've never, if you've never been sent to school or work with your sandwiches wrapped in the wrapping of the bread packet. Oh, that's what you did. Then you? I don't know how. And like, then you go then back, posh. Where's the rest of the bread? And your dad, you go, your dad said it was open, so we had six slices there for his lunch. Uh, they're also saying the hell. <laughs> and somebody's saying, don't be slagging bum sandwiches. That was the panini maker of the day. <laughs> so your man, your man in your school that had his bum banana sandwiches could have been could have turned around and said to you, "Tell you, you laugh now, but in years to come, there'll be people overpaying for these things to flatten their sandwich and make them warm." Tell you, I'm onto a will. Maybe he's yeah. the inventor of the panini. Yeah, he's looking at us, going, "Laugh now, me and me scoffing me." Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets the more. It's the breakfast table quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Right, here we go. It is uh, day four of this week's Breakfast Table Quiz. A whole host of PJ and Jim merch up for grabs. I don't know why I like saying that, but I do. Uh, the PJ and Jim hoodie, the PJ and Jim ugly mug. That's our top prize. We've got a consolation prize of a PJ and Jim ugly mug. And we have a very special one time only. First time we've ever given away a booby prize. It's this week. It is the first time ever. And it's the Jake Stevens Christmas single right at the end of January, which is around the time it was released. Let's not focus too much on that. It's exactly. Nice right, 12 is the score to beat. Who's taking it on, PJ? It's going to be Adam Scott playing this morning. How are you, Adam? Not too bad, yourself? Not too bad, Adam. Thanks a million. Where are you today? I'm in Dublin. 
Good stuff. Are you telling us? Are you allowed to tell us what you're up to, or is it all top secret? Just, just, just finish work. Oh, oh right. Okay. Right. Have you been working through the night, or you're nearly starter, night. or what is it? Night shifts in a hotel. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So are you exhausted? Yeah, I was just—I was actually going to bed before he was rang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike's timing is impeccable. Well, that's impeccable good idea. it is. Yeah, right. Well, listen, Adam. Uh, good news is there's bucket surprises. Even if you come last, there's a potential prize in this. So you've got sixty seconds to try and beat that score at twelve. You good to go? Yep. Best of luck, mate. Here we go. On what day of the week do Catholics traditionally eat fish? Friday. In the fairy tale, who ate porridge belonging to the three bears? Little Red Riding It's Goldilocks. Harry, Harrison Ford played Dr. Richard Kimball in what film? Fugitive. What 80s all-girl band sang Manic Monday? Pass. The Bangles. What is the capital of Belgium? Brussels. Which board lends its name to a score of two under par for a hole in a round of golf? Eagle. In art, what name is given to the furnace used for pottery? Uh, pass. It's a kiln. The Matterhorn is in what European mountain range? The Alps. In food, what are croutons made from? Bread. In what sea would you find Jamaica? Uh, it's the Caribbean Sea. Does the 1976 film Bugsy Malone feature a cast of animals or children? Animals. It's children. Burnt cream is the literal translation from French for what dessert? Pass. Creme brulee. What celebrity company have a son called Brooklyn? Beckham's. Yeah, it is the Beckham's. Is yeah, the that's Beckham's. the job. Well done, okay. Shame about those few sticky ones there in the middle. And by sticky, yeah. I mean creme brulee. Creme brulee, yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, listen, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Not the worst, Adam. Seven is not a bad shocking. old score. That's shocking. It's on. not bad at all. Don't be hard on yourself. Yeah, it's not you. bad at all. Not bad at Especially all. Especially from a fellow who's been up all night. Exactly. Oh, I should have just went to bed. A man who's <laughs> sleep deprived. Adam, listen, thanks for playing. Have a good day, man. Thank you, you too. Cheers. Thanks a million, Adam. The breakfast Table Quiz. Guaranteed Irish, Thin Lizzy and Sarah. Here are classic hits. Candy Staten and Young Hearts Run Free. Thanks so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim Thursday or Friday's Eve, if you prefer. Because we all know how action-packed and wonderful weekends are nowadays. Oh, are they just... I mean, honest to God, I mean, it's a mile a minute. It really is. So if you're looking forward to it, yeah, it's not far away. <laughs> Touching distance, people. 13 minutes past nine o'clock. Now, listen, Magic Mike has joined us in studio, okay? In fact, let, let me let me just do this first. Biscuits and TV. Still one of my still one of my most favorite jingles it in the is, whole world. I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Magic Mike has joined us in studio because he's come in and he's declared that he's got a big tool, right? And it's a special tool. First, what? It's a special tool for deciding on what would be yeah. great to watch on the telly. Apparently. You you put in your sort of information, and his tool finds out what would be ideal for you to yeah, watch. Because let's face it, we're all sick to death of trying to choose Netflix. It's really hard to pick what to watch. Like you yeah. know, we've watched so much, and then and we're starting to get into the mad stuff, like all the the nineteen seventies box sets. I admit it, I've been watching. Baywatch on Now TV. Yes, I have. Well, I was, so now I was trying to find some new ideas, and you've got a plan, right? Uh, have you been watching like old episodes of Baywatch? Yeah, it's on Now TV. Yeah, it's brilliant. Don't yeah. mind them. It's, Did- it's on pause. <laughs> Look what's on. <laughs> okay, so I have a thing, lads, called Netflix Roulette. Okay, because you're right. I've heard from so many people, even on Twitter and all. It's mm. full of 
what will I watch I'll finish Netflix and what do I go with yeah, next exactly, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have the deal for you here lads no point in you choosing yourself let something else choose for you because it's very difficult and it hurts your head when exactly. you're trying to flick around right? and let's face it a computer is always better a computer knows best we all know <laughs> Definitely. That, don't we? Absolutely. when has a computer ever gotten it wrong it's never happened don't say that too loudly <laughs> a lot of computers are used in radio and they do a lot of things <laughs> now uh, anyway so here there's two two pieces of criteria here lads right, right okay. PJ we'll start with you is yeah. that fair enough Okay. Yeah, go on, yeah. All I need from you, PJ, right. is if you want to watch a movie or a TV show tonight. What do you want to watch? Oh, I want to start a new series, yeah. Because, uh, you know, get out, get okay. away from Baywatch. So, a new series. Fine. Yeah. New series. That's fine. So, TV show. Okay. I need a genre from you, PJ. A genre. I'll give you a few options very, very quickly oh, yeah, here. Yeah. You can have comedy, crime, uh, musical, mystery, reality, romance. I'll go with a mystery, please. Go yeah. to mystery. Oh, yeah, I like a bit of Okay. Them, yeah. No problem at all. Uh, Jim, if you wouldn't mind for me spinning the wheel, please. <laughs> Oh, Let's see now. So tonight, PJ. By the way, does this qualify me as as Mike's glamorous assistant? <laughs> Why do you think we dressed you up in those glittery yeah, clothes? I was wondering about that. I have to say, you look great in tights. <laughs> you're welcome. It does do. Okay, uh, tonight, uh, PJ, you're going to watch Arthur and George. Okay, uh, it's a series for you. Uh, uh, interestingly enough It only need to know more About this now Mike I'll be honest I'm not so sure I trust your software What's this <laughs> It only received A 5.6 out of 10 On IMBD Oh for But little. don't let IMDB even Don't let that put you off PJ Arthur and George Is a three part Adaptation of Julian Barnes's novel About Sherlock Holmes The creator Arthur Conan Doyle As I'm played by Actor here, Martin yeah. Clunes Wow yeah. So And who's the Who's the George uh, that's uh, I don't know who the George is. Who he is. <laughs> I'm looking at him here. <laughs> oh, this looks no, brutal, Mike. Honest to well, God, that's this gone well, hasn't it? No. This, you want to see? I'm looking at straight away at Google. You want to see the reviews? <laughs> Two stars and all. <laughs> Does some, don't be listening to those. Don't listen it's to a, reviewers. The machine has picked the, the machine, DJ. Yeah. It can't possibly have oh, gone yeah. wrong. I'm all right. By the way, this uh, epic new series can get stuck into. There's three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I <laughs> that's so, that's the first part of your evening take that's it, yeah that's it three episodes I'll have the whole series done tomorrow Mike I can give you a full review okay so will you watch that now don't I mind will. the reviewers Arthur no, I and will George. I okay. will watch that yeah. right okay, okay. Jim, um, movie, well you see the thing about it is now he he's kind of taken my selections a little bit because I would have I do like a good mystery TV series but okay. I tell you what I'll do right I'll yeah. stick with TV fine no problem but and I'll opt for crime. See if that's any better. If okay. you get George and Arthur now, I'm going to start <laughs> laughing my head off. Right, okay. So here we go. Right, Spin okay. that wheel, Jim. So I've gone for TV series crime. Oh, goodness me. This looks a bit grim now, if I'm <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Here we go. A little bit better on the ratings. This was 6.3 out of 10. Now, uh, brace yourself here. It's got, What did you ask for? Crime. Crime, yeah. Home Sweet Homicide. Um, so this is when a killer... Wa- oh, this is a bit... <laughs> It's a bit grim, isn't think, it? Yeah, it's got to be real grim now. I don't think I'll read this out. <gasps> is it oh, really bad? Well, well is it, what, is it where's it set even? Or what, anybody in it that I'd know? Please okay. tell me it's like Swedish or something. He loves all reading them TV shows. Oh, um, reading them TV Okay, I know that. Okay, I'll read, I'll read it out, right? Uh, when a killer wants you dead, there's one place to search. Home sweet home. With the twist of a lock, your home should be your sanctuary. For some, it becomes a hunting ground. I changed my mind. I can't wait to see Arthur actually, and George compared yeah. to this That's thing. actually not bad. Really? That sounds interesting now. So basically, there's going to be a murder and it's going to be somebody within your own house. Yeah, pretty no, much, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a TV show. Wow, so, there you so go. it's almost like real life. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So home sweet homicide for you. 
and Arthur and George for you. Right. Oh, come on, come on. You have to do it, Mike. You have to do one for yourself. Oh, I'll do one for myself. Right, I was going to okay. say, if the listeners want to do one, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to stand here all what the morning. What is it? It's doing called it. Netflix Roulette, is it? Is that what it well, is? It's actually the website, if you want to know the website source, oh. it's realgood.com or double E L good.com. Okay, right. right. Uh, so for myself, okay. What well, are you going for? I'll, I'll go for a movie then, if you, if you don't mind. Uh, and I'll go for a comedy. I need a comedy. I need, comedy. I need, I can't be watching anything. Right, on okay. the here we go. Comedy movie, in case that floats your boat. Your your roulette wheel sounds like it's about a rave party, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it yeah. actually, it actually yeah. do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like you're in a, a dodgy amusement arcade in Bray. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to be watching Paperback tonight. Uh, so it's a pizza cook who's never left his college town. He meets the girl of his dreams. And my... <laughs> Before if, anything, if anything says movie made for television, yeah. a pizza cook in his local town meets the yeah. girl of his dreams. Before finding out there's a huge roadblock to them being together. Yes, yeah. she doesn't like pizza. <laughs> yeah. She's a vegetarian. She's into pineapple. Because you want pineapple on her pizza, they can't get over it. Yeah, that's oh, my there God. Now, there's, there's, that's what has to be done. Right, okay. All right, Jesus so I'm Lance. watching Home Sweet Homicide. Yeah, Home Sweet Homicide for you. Um, George and Mildred for me. <laughs> <laughs> George, Arthur and George. Yeah, Arthur and George. Arthur and George. Yeah, whoever George turns out to be. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and and he's watching... <laughs> the Great <laughs> Pizza Plan too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when pizza goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs>